You are listening to the Derek Asante Podcast, the show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics. We just aim to keep the discussion above the average. Our guests are the ones bringing the social proof to the conversation. Let's get into it. You're listening to the Derek Asante Podcast. I'm your host. Um, and this evening, we want to be talking about taking risks. So I got one of my good friends on here with me, and we're just going to bounce it back and forth to see... Um, you know, what we think about that subject matter and if we can share some experiences and some stories that we've experienced or people that we've, we, you know, we've come to observe and, and share our, our perspectives on that. Uh, whether we agree or disagree, it doesn't matter. It's just a conversation that we want to spark because I don't think enough of us are taking the necessary risks to achieve the goals that we would love to achieve. So in our mind, we have these, you know, goals for ourselves or visions or dreams, whichever label you want to run with. And we usually get stuck at the point of action where we need to take action. And that's where a lot of people get stuck. And um, I think the analysis paralysis that kicks in, you know, paralyzes a lot of us and we end up not taking any action and then we just revert back to square one with a new idea and we do it over and over and over again and we end up nowhere. Then we want to turn around and some, some of us like to blame others or circumstances for why we never took the action we we're supposed to. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's where I want to kind of start the conversation with. So before we begin Please help me welcome my friend, Shelly. Welcome. There we go. <laughs> Took a minute. <laughs> now, you're, you're somebody that I, I definitely respect and appreciate. And I also understand that you've taken some risks over the years. Um, some major, some not so major. And so you're somebody that I want to pick your brain about this subject matter because it's been something that I was thinking about over the weekend. And so impromptu, I said, let me message you and see if I can get you on here just to share your, your thoughts on it. And now I'm going to open it with, um, what comes to mind when you hear risk? What does that mean to you? Like taking risks. If somebody says, Hey, do you take enough risks? Well, I process it in two ways. So risk seems to have some negative connotations to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that make you almost feel like, okay, whew, you, need, you need to take a breath <laughs> right? <laughs> when you think about it. But, but it also has some really good feelings because usually when I take a risk, it has never not benefited. So when, when you say the negative connotations that come with taking risks, Expand on that, if you don't mind. Fair. In one word. (laughs) So usually when you take a risk, there's a fear that you could fail. There's a fear that it doesn't go the way that you know you planned. Or um, it's exactly that. It's a risk. It's something that could go in the opposite direction on you. (laughs) Um, However, however, 
uh, I always feel that there are lessons in in the in the in the journey that you can always move forward with. But isn't it isn't it easier said than done when we talk about the the reward is in the journey? Like, well, what does that mean to you when you hear that? Um, in that journey, appreciate be present in that moment um, for the thing that I'm learning. For instance, okay. Uh, <laughs> I take a risk and I say, hey, I'm going to move um, cities uh, with no real set plan in terms of like work or whatever the case is and, and go, take, go take a chance and, and see what it brings me, right? I decide to do that. Um, what, sorry, I don't want to get lost in the point, but what that entails for me is um, you got to take that opportunity and, and, and t- feel into that risk. There's going to be a fear that comes with it. I'm going to fear that, uh, let's say, about if it moves and things don't go on the way that I wanted them to, people are going to talk, fear of what other people think. Or it's always based in fear. So if we can get through that then, and move to action, we can always be present and, and learn from it. So when you, when you look at some of the people that you know, um, whether family or friends, and, you know, we're talking about fear, but what are some of the things that you see that holds them back? Um, yeah, just, just whatever it is that you've manifested as a big ugly monster to stop you in your mind is what's gonna stop you from taking action and taking love. And that's or the thing. It, it seems like it's always just in the in our in our heads, right? It's not actually anything physical that's saying, "Hey, don't you can't go past this point." No, it's all it's always something that we make physical or we can make physical, but it, it starts off in the mind, right? And have you? When you see someone in that situation, what 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 do you say to them? Like, what can you say to them, or anything that you you've said that helped them get through it, or maybe they you know they heard you, but they didn't. They still didn't do anything. Well, okay. Um, when you don't take a risk in life, what's usually your motive? Um, excuses. Like, I, I if if I don't if I don't do it, it's because I'm telling myself now is not the time mm-hmm. and I'll find something else to do to fill that space. Okay. So it's almost like you make busy, busy work for yourself. Yes. Yes. But, but as far as not doing what I'm supposed to do, I make excuses. Mm. Right. Or, or I might give myself an extended deadline and, and it's another way of me procrastinating. Um, right. And, and so I don't necessarily want to take the blame sometimes. And so I'll tell myself that. And when I get tired of, you know, giving myself an out, then I buckle down and I say, okay, you know what? Enough is enough because I've wasted X amount of time and I, sh- I could have been finished what it is that I've been prolonging. So I know right. for me, I know what it is. Like I know for myself, I make excuses but I'm curious to see or to hear what you've witnessed other people um, do. Because I've, I've seen people um, blame others and say, oh, mm-hmm. it's because this person didn't come through or that person said they were going to do this for me and, and you know, they changed their mind. And it's always, it seems like it's always predicated on someone else doing something before they do something. 
Yeah, but I think that's because we don't, we have to take accountability for ourselves, right? right? If I don't eat because I decided not to put an effort into work to understand um, or to excel in my profession, right. then that's on me. That's not on anybody else. I can make as many excuses like, oh, this person didn't, let's say I had to train. This person didn't train me right. Or, you know, <laughs> this person at work sabotaged me. Or I can make as many excuses as I want, but at the end of the day, anything Anywhere that I succeed or don't succeed is up to me. But that's um, <laughs> that's the easy part, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Blaming somebody is easy. That's why we do it. I don't want to look myself in the mirror and say, "Oh, you're a piece of crap. You messed up." Right. A lot of people don't want to do that, but that's the part of the problem. I think. To your point, right? We have to be yeah. holding ourselves accountable. But who does that? It's hard to do. Exactly. <laughs> no one wants to do it, right? Because now you're really, you're, you're stripping yourself and you're saying, oh, you know what? I did mess up on this. And most yeah. people don't want to do that. You know, you got to be the man in the mirror. <laughs> right? You got to see the flaws and everything else. Michael Jackson said it. So now a question for you. Security. When you hear that word. Mm-hmm. Right? What comes to mind? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So security is, <laughs> I think that we tend to have a false sense of security. Okay. Um, and I think as we're clearly seeing with, I don't know what gas is over there, but I know it's almost $2 over here. <laughs> well, it's, it's much, and, <laughs> it's past $2 over here. It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> We've seen two yeah, seventeen but, already, so. Oh yeah, you guys. Oh man, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so even looking at that, there is no real security. Things are going to change. You're only as secure as you make your situation. But okay, but what do we say to those who are content with the nine to five and the routine of, I'm doing what the company wants me to do, and that's uh, okay. all. If a nine to five is your thing, great. But what are you doing outside of the box? So if you look at inflation, is your nine to five, what, okay, sorry, I'm going to get all, oh, is this your, for what I would do, right? Does, your nine, does my nine to five, if I'm into a nine to five, does it cover my, my bills? Um, what bills does it cover? Okay, what about like, if I'm starting to look at building wealth now, uh, an emergency fund? Okay, all right. You know, you start to get into like your budgeting details. You start to understand that. Does it cover the lifestyle I want? What do I want to do in myself? Okay, let's say I want to go to the gym. <laughs> what does that look like? All right, great. I want to be healthy there. I want to take some extra classes, uh, education, you know, enhance my skills. All right, what does that look like? You got to start thinking about your numbers, right? Know your numbers. So, okay, <laughs> um, getting into all of that stuff, knowing what you want and, uh, and building that security, that moving security. Or to me, right? Like that's taking in your risk and then also like <laughs> securing a life for you where you can take risk and still be okay. Well, that's the um, thing. It's, it's right? most people don't know what they want though. As, as bad as it sounds, a lot of people don't know what they want. If you ask somebody what they want, they're going to tell you, I want a good paying job, right? Or I want a more, I want to get a, a house or um, I want to do this you know, take more vacations and that's it. And so they'll go to the job to try and get those things. Okay. But what does that look like? Right. 
it, it like, just means I should. Like I said, your nine to five, you can do your nine to five and it can work for you, right? But you got to know what you're investing your money in. You got to know, you got to get clear about what your goals are in this life. Most people and don't, don't have it. Though. Gotta, hmm? A lot of people don't have goals. <laughs> Once they get that job, that was the goal. That's it. They don't think anymore. Yeah, but you gotta. You can't. You can't. You can't get stagnant, right? But it's so comfortable. (laughs) Yeah, but being comfortable means that you're not growing. Ah, that's that's it. That's it. Because I look around and that's what I see. Everybody's comfortable. I got my job. I got the benefits that it offers. You know, uh, I'm set. And that's what people program themselves to believe. I'm set. I'm going to do this job for as long as I, I want. And and then after that, guess what? I got a pension if I'm lucky, right? Not everybody has a pension plan. In what their... is your pension invested in? Oh. How does your pension work? Mm-hmm. Right? Do you know all of those details? A lot of people. <laughs> when you're going to be secure, you got to make sure that you're, you're securing the right thing. You right. Make sure you're reading the fine print. But that there goes that word again, secure, okay. right? And 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 so here's my thing with that, and I'm glad we went in that full circle there because I don't think there's anything secure external of you. I think exactly. I think the security comes from within, and that's the inner security, right? If I'm secure in my own skin, I know who I am, I know what I'm capable of, I know what I mm-hmm. uh, what drives me, what my motor is. And what you know keeps me going, then mm-hmm. I'm secure in my own skin. It doesn't matter what happens outside of me. I'm so secure in myself that I can get through what's outside, what's happening outside of me. Yeah. Right. And and that's what I want to bring up because a lot of people have this false sense of security, and it's an investment in what other people are going to do for them. You talked about the pension. That's somebody else in control of that. And you brought up great points. What is it invested in? Right? Um, what's that going to guarantee you when it's your turn to collect? And and is it going to be available to you? Right? And if you have no answers to that because you have no control over that, that means it's not secure. Mm-hmm. Nothing is secure. Except the energy and the feeling that you have within that drives you to thrive in the external world. Right? Most people don't even look at it from that perspective, right? And that's that's goes back to risk, mm-hmm. right? We know that nothing physically outside of us is telling us don't do it. Again, that voice comes from the inner part of you. And that's yeah. where your insecurity lies as well. Yeah. But you know what? You hear the voice and you push through Right, right. Right. Especially if you know that it's going to benefit you. Well, and, you know, most times when we're talking about risk, we we really looked at like, okay, we said we're going to, hmm, I'm going to take a risk and and switch jobs in this current job because this is what I'm trying to build or this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm passionate about. All right. What's the risk? Um, Doesn't work out. Doesn't pay as much. Um, I risk losing my life but like what how what are your what are your real risks what are you really afraid of and then if you had to like let's say you're afraid of losing your lifestyle if you had to cut down a little bit would it would it hurt you is it really a risk (laughs) 
or is it, is it something that's going to push you through to the next level? Yeah, I think I think those are great points, and those are questions that I know I ask myself. I'm sure you ask yourself that, mm-hmm. but I want anybody listening: Are you asking yourself these questions? Because you should, if you're not. Um, courage, courage. In order to get through the fear of taking risk, how important do you think being courageous um, is in that process? <laughs> you got to be um, courageous enough to face yourself. So very much so. A hundred percent needed. Um, because that the scariest part is like really dealing with ourselves, right? Yeah. So. And then what about experience? Do I need some experience in order to be able to manage or face this, this fear of risk? You build experience by doing. And the more you do it, the more experience you build. Action. Action speaks louder, they say. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting, too, because I was thinking about that um, before we started this conversation. I was thinking about how much experience plays in it whether you, you take advantage of an opportunity or you don't, mm-hmm. right? If, you've, if you spend more time on the side of being afraid, then you've missed a lot of opportunities, right? Yeah. And, if you, <laughs> you know, yeah. and if you spent time on the other side of that fence, then you've gained a lot of opportunity and people look at you and say, oh, you're just lucky. No, it's not luck. They're just courageous enough. Yeah. To take you're it. You're willing to put yourself out there and embarrass yeah. yourself. Watch it get a no. Watch it fail. Like you're you're willing to right. fail yeah. in order to <laughs> in order to get it right. Well, that's the thing. Like if, if you're not willing to fail, then you're saying I'm not worthy of that opportunity. That's true. Yeah. Because nothing is guaranteed, right? And if you're secure within yourself and your abilities, and you're willing to learn or, you know, take a shot at the unknown, then all the reward that's going to come from taking that chance or betting on yourself is yours. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to split it with anybody. <laughs> right? So it, it's it's just, it's important. And I, I think about it and I say to myself, why are we not taking advantage of all the opportunities, especially now, 2022, when you think about it? Right. And a lot of us aren't taking chances because a lot of the spaces that are opening up are unfamiliar to us. You know? Yeah. But that's when you have the opportunity to really like grow. Because the things that are unfamiliar, it means that you can set the trend, right? I mean, um, you can figure out, out like how that really starts out or how that continues to grow. I I know that there's a lot of those things that make me nervous too. Yeah. <laughs> so um, for me, I think it's just being aware and like uh, and like you know journaling and like I said, uh, bringing the risk down to something that is, makes sense and push through on. So it's funny. Uh, I heard somebody say. I think it was. Um... With Earl Nightingale, he said, "A wise person seeks opportunities, not security." Wow! Wow! Right? That's crazy. That one, that one really stuck to me because it's it's so true. Like, 
if you're looking for the opportunity, then there's an abundance of it. Yeah. Right. And then when you're just comfortable with being secure in what you think is secure, then you literally shut the door to any opportunity because this is all you're you're going to be comfortable with. And this is what you're accepting. You know what I mean? So it was interesting the way I, I thought about that. And it, it really hit home because I'm looking at people around me and I'm like, wait a minute, this is an opportunity. Right. And this is an opportunity. But a lot of people are looking at it like, oh, no, it's not for me because the work that might have to go into it, you know, the fear comes in. No, no, it's not for me. Somebody else can do it. And then when they get it to a certain level, then I'll jump in. That's the part that I'm interested in. Right. And that's the mindset of a lot of people. What do you think of that statement? Sorry, just just um, I agree with you, first of all. And, and just to, to kind of like what you were saying, what it made me think of is it's just crazy. We literally have one life on this earth. Well, that we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, well, depending on what you believe, and I know for me, we have another life that, that comes after it. But in this moment, Let's. I, I always am amazed at the fact that you beat out thousands of like sperms and eggs, <laughs> or thousands of sperms to, to ferment an egg for you to be created, right? Even that process alone is just so crazy. It's just so amazing um, yeah. to think of. And you're here, and you've made it maybe in your your teens, your twenties, your thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. Get the point, you know, on this earth. And you're scared to try. <laughs> like, just, just really think about your existence and the possibility of it, and you're afraid to try. Try everything you want to yeah. try. Yeah. Like, figure it out <laughs> and, yeah. and go for it. Because you know what? It might be your last day to try. And when, if you look back, and you're like, wow, I didn't, I don't want to, I don't ever want to look back in my life and be like, wow, I didn't do anything. No. Right. right. <laughs> no. Well, who, no way. Who was it? Uh, was it um, one of these, uh, what do you call them? It wasn't, or I think it was, I don't know if it was Jim Rohn or, or um, Bob Proctor or one of them, but they said something that if you don't set a goal that scares the shit out of you, then it's not a big enough goal. That sounds like Jim Rohn. Right. I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's one of them. I can't remember who, but yeah. that that resonated with me because I'm like, it's true. Because if it doesn't scare you enough for you to do something about it, yeah, you know, then what's the point? Right? Like you got to right. set goals that you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Yeah, you got to get excited for life, man. Right. <laughs> right. You got to get excited for it. It's got to scare you up a little bit. You got to want to grow for it a little bit. You, yeah. you want to try, you know? Yeah. No. Just staying still and, and don't live. Just, you know, and that's um, that song uh, where pretty much, I can't remember the female artist, which is horrible. Um, but he's talking about just live. And I know you'll know it. <laughs> it's not coming to me now. But I'm but, definitely gonna have to look it up now. Really? And I'm, I'm like, I know that's more like a cup of tea for music too. So, um, but pretty much the whole point of the song is like, you know, just live your life. Um, 
just, there's no second time, there's no promise, you know, he said, like, it's the second time around. And it should, we just have to remember to do that, live our lives. So, okay. So, what, what, I'll say, what if somebody listening and hears that, right, and says, just live, live your life. And they turn around and say, what well, I am living. My, my life is I go to work and I come home, I take care of whatever, and I go back to work. Are you happy? There we go. Because if you're happy, then you're living. If you're, I wouldn't say just that, but I mean, like, are you happy? Like, no matter what you envision for your life, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, are you happy? Are you happy even or content even in this very moment with yourself, with your relationship, with um, the things that you have labeled as important? Mm. Are you content with with all of those things? I don't know if contentment is is. Are you are you striving for for contentment or to striving right. to be good with those things? I should say. Yeah, yeah. I think happiness would have to be the measurement for me. Like, am I happy doing what I'm doing, or do I have some sort of resentment? If I do have an ounce of resentment, then I'm not happy doing what I'm doing. So I got to do something different. <laughs> well, usually doesn't that tell you that you know maybe you need to um, dig a deep? What's that coming from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I always do that. Like if I feel something, I'm like, oh boy, I gotta go figure out where that's coming from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That rabbit hole is not bad either because you come out with a lot of things that you didn't know about yourself. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you know what? Those in my life, um, such as yourself, teach me a lot about myself every day. <laughs> but we have to though, like just in terms of like um, different things, like challenging. You know, like you have friends around you that challenge you. Yeah. Um, that you can bounce things off of, and, yeah. and things, and and they encourage you to like want to do more too, right? I think what what I appreciate is I'm comfortable changing my mind, oh. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like if if I took a stand about something a month from now, and and you know I did some more reading or digging. And the information, the new information that I discovered, you know, challenged my views prior, then I can change my mind and say, you know what? No, I actually, I prefer this perspective on this subject. Whereas I know most people draw a hard line in the sand and they don't go back. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's a part of that taking the risk, because if you're not comfortable in your skin, if you're not secure within yourself, then you're saying everything and everyone outside of me dictates my decisions. That means I'm not adaptable. I can't change my mind. Nothing moves me, which means I'm really not organic. I'm not alive. Um, Because anything living changes. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my approach. I'm, I'm allowed to change my mind because I'm a living, breathing being. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I just wish more people would take that perspective and approach because it allow us to be able to grow together more frequently than, than we have allowed ourselves to do it. You know, it's very true. And it was saying that I'm allowed to change my mind is a powerful, powerful thing. Cause it reminds us that we are like, we do get new information. We do, you know, change a perspective yeah. and we should be able to more. So is what I get from that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, good to hear. So it's funny. Another thing just popped in my head as you were talking, 
risk and opportunity. You mm-hmm. think you think people measure them differently? I think they do. Um, I would say yeah. I think they do. I agree. Yeah. Right. I, I, um, go ahead. No, go ahead. You know, please. I was going to say, I think people put more weight on risk. Hence why more people quit before they get started than they do um, towards opportunity. Uh, isn't it two sides of the same point? You know, because a lot of people, I think they think the risk is so great that I'm not even going to take the chance. But sometimes the opportunity is so great that they internalize it and process it as being the risk. And so they confuse an opportunity with something else, you know, it could be risk, and then they don't even address it or, or take the chance because they've already looked at it and said, no, 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 the magnitude of this thing can't be an opportunity. It's doomed to fail. And then because they look at it and they, they say it's too big, they run or they don't even take a step to start. Right. That's, that's what comes to mind when I, when I think about, you know, people measuring opportunity um, and risk. No, I can see that, but it's, it's all stuff, right? But we, yeah, we do. We, we make it bigger than it is. Yeah. Because cause the other part of it too, is we have a lot of the, the fans, right? When, when we see an opportunity, we're about to jump on and you have those hecklers and the fans that are in, in the virtual stance, uh, I like to call them, which is in our minds, right? And and they say, hey, no, don't do that because so-and-so tried it and they failed. Um, or you're not built for that. You've never done that before. So why do you think you're going to succeed? You know, and, and those conversations that happen within ourselves, all of a sudden they win. And then before you know it, we didn't even look at the opportunity again until someone else takes it, runs with it. And then we come around and what do we say? Oh, I had the same idea last year, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You did nothing with it. Right? And then when you get a chance to speak to that person, what did they tell you? Uh, well, I knew it was a risk, but I tried it. And it worked. You know, and that's the unfortunate thing, I find. So I guess what I'm saying is don't measure them um, differently. It's the same stick we're using to measure. It's really up to you and how you look at that opportunity and whether you choose to wear your your risk lens at that time or the opportunity lens when you're looking at it, so it'll help you decide what you're gonna do. I think it's, I think yeah, I agree. I think it's like when I hear risk, I think okay, calculate what I'm gonna do. I don't hear run away. I don't hear you know oh um stop uh, maybe stop, but it just means look and yeah. and look at what you're gonna do. Yeah. So, so you're, yeah. Same same difference. Yeah. <laughs> So how do you, how do you in turn, you know, interpret this? And when I read it to you, it says, um, all problems become smaller when you don't hide from them, but instead you face them and address them directly. Well, the problem's always bigger when it's in your head because you're thinking about all the possible outcomes and usually it's more negative than what it could be in real life. But when you address it, when it's out there and it's it's that it's done it's in it's you know there right in front of everybody who's involved in the problem the only thing you can do is is solve it yeah yeah yeah. um i feel like yeah it it becomes smaller when you face it because of that 
have you at any point, be honest about this one now, it's going to be interesting. Have you at any point in your life had that phobia of opening mail? Because <laughs> you thought it was a bill that you didn't want to see? <laughs> um, I, am, I am almost certain because the, the, what comes to mind when you ask me that question is South Canada. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes, yes, there's definitely a, a feeling of some form of trauma there. <laughs> Isn't that crazy though? Like it's a piece of paper. Nobody's at my door, but the fear like that we put on ourselves just because it's a bill we don't want to see. <laughs> no. It's just you know, we know it's gonna be unfair in some way. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. There we go, you know, accept, accept, <laughs> accept and, and deal with it, right? Don't right. <laughs> that is crazy. Oh. I, I know I'm not alone with that. that. That one just came through. I'm just like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> wow. Oh. That, that's the power of the mind right there. Like, it gets to the point where I remember I had moments where I didn't want to go to the mailbox mm-hmm. just because I was afraid of what bill was going to be there. I had no clue which bill, but I just didn't want to see a bill. Mm-hmm. And then it became so painful that internally I literally start to feel pain. Like I've had those moments. Wow. Yeah. Like it, it was just brutal. I remember this is way back when I owed a little bit of money on OSAP. Right. And they would write those letters. And, you you know, you saw those brown envelopes and you're just like, yeah, no, mm-mm. that means they want something. Right. Right. You know, if, if it was all white and, you know, you saw the Bell logo or the Rogers, you knew what it was. and You didn't want to open it or the Visa card or whatever it was, you know, but. The brown one was just like a different level. It's like, listen, we're getting this whether you like it or not. And if you don't pay, it's only going to balloon. And that was just the psyche, right? It was just like, Mm -hmm. I don't pay it now. It's going to double on me. And, -hmm. you know, when I do decide to pay it. So, shoot, I better do something about it. But I don't want to open it because I want to see the amount. (laughs) It's almost like it's going to jump out at you if you opened it. And the fear was just so strong, you know, but... Those are the moments that I want people to really think about. And it's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, open mm-hmm. it up and face it and deal with it and figure out a plan so you can actually get through it. Because otherwise that feeling is not going to go away. Mm-hmm. Otherwise that is going to become the, the monster that you invented. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. you got to face it. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've worked in different settings, right? Mm-hmm. Um. When you look at, let's say, a coworker from the past and see that they are content with what they're receiving from their employer, what okay. what image comes to mind when you think of that individual? Like, do you think they're actually happy with their situation, or what are they afraid to take any more chances? I would say afraid to take any more chances. Um, usually they're looking for that security that we spoke about earlier, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's all existed. And, uh, more, yeah, it's kind of pretty much everything that you mentioned. Um, so looking for the security, um, not taking accountability for their actions, 
you know, for their progress. Um, usually unhappy. Yeah. Just unhappy in general, right? I think most people just love the comfort, right, of not doing more than what they need to do at work. You know? Yeah, but it's just, you're just there at that moment. Yeah. You check out. You're doing the job, but you're, you check out. So at that point, are you are you any different than a machine? You're a cog, um, no? You're, you're literally just there moving, chugging along without any sort of brain activity, right? Because you can't possibly be imaginative and say to yourself that I'm comfortable here. The two, yeah. That's a contradiction, right? Like if I'm a creative individual and my brain is constantly going with ideas, there's no way I can be comfortable this false sense of security and just doing the same mundane thing over and over, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I see it, I see it often. And so I try to just, you know, see what people's motivations are. And as sad as it may sound, a lot of people are not motivated. All they're motivated to do is just get that paycheck. Yeah. But why you get, yeah. You know, I think you just need to reframe at that point. Just reframe. Just take one and then reframe. Yeah. Right, because I mean, if you're just unhappy there, then it's gonna be unha- It's gonna fall over into all parts of your life. Right, and you don't want that. So just take a minute and we call <clears throat> somebody coined the term "playing this." The play it safers, they play it safe. Right, they don't they don't want to do anything out of character. Um, the job says do A, B, and C, and that's it. That's all I'm gonna do. I'm gonna clock in every day and do A, B, and C go home, come back, do it again, and they'll pay me at some point. And and that's the scary part. That's not living, right? That's definitely not taking any chances. That's listening to the virtual audience. That's saying, hey, uh, don't do any more than that. Why? They're not going to pay you any more than that. But what I've learned is you do a job because you're happy doing the job. Mm-hmm. You can't go to work doing the job for the money. Because eventually the money is just going to be constant. And when it's constant, what happens to your energy? Right? There's no, there's no real sense of growth. Like we were talking about earlier, there's no growth. Yeah. But are you being, yeah. There's so many things that like, that. are you being thankful? Yeah. I mean, or have you just figured that you, you're supposed to get that paycheck? Right. There's no supposed to. Right. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you may be showing up and you may be going through the motions, but um, there's a lot of people that, you know, again, the same thing, people don't have that opportunity. Um, if you're in a job that happens to, you know, um, to be the benefits, there's a lot of people that don't have that opportunity. Are you being thankful? Are you, okay, maybe it's not what you envision yourself doing for the rest of your life, but is it going to get you to what you want to do? Right. Right. So then smile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, yeah, just just be happy. I think if you start to um just if you if you're like, you know, whenever I'm not feeling like, you know, uh, or I'm getting into a habit of just being comfortable, I again start to give thanks and start to um be like, Okay, thanks for this, okay, and then like reset and be like, What am I trying to do here? Why do I come here with a smile? Why do I do this with a smile? Why do I do this with heart? 
um, set myself back down and getting back to that spot because there's a lot to be thankful for. Now, thank you, first of all, for doing this. I, I do appreciate your time. Um, I want to ask you this question. What's the most recent risk that you've taken and how has that panned out for you so far? Oh. <laughs> Am I allowed to call it a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I feel like, you know, you asked us a little knowledge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, definitely getting into a career that I may not have originally imagined. Mm-hmm. But I saw absolute freedom. <laughs> nice. And I was like, okay, the risk that I take here is that I do it and I don't like it and it offsets me in terms of my like long-term goal by six months you know yeah um that's my problem but <laughs> yeah offsets me by six months all right great um that's the risk that i take that's 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 not a horrible risk to me okay um i do it i fail so i i land spot on my face so pretty much um Everything about this uh, this new position that I'm, I'm doing, that's the risk that I took. I went for uh, a whole new career choice. Um, and everything about it is at my comfort zone. <laughs> wow. That's dope. <laughs> but um, I'm excited because that means that I am about to grow exponentially. It is. It is. Water the seeds and you'll bear fruit. At some yeah, point. So I'm ready for it. There's no, I'm, I can sit here and be afraid, and I can be afraid of what's going to come. Or I can just be like, okay, um, I failed here. Yeah. What do I need to do? Because, you know, um, you said it in one of your most recent podcasts. Yeah. You are, you fail to the level of your training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, if I'm putting in the efforts and I'm putting in the time and I'm learning, not because, you know, I'm trying to match anybody else's goal. I'm not trying to match the corporation's goal. Right. I'm not trying to match um, anything for that because it's something that I see um, as a good thing, one. It, it aligns with, with what I want for life. So I see it as a good thing. Um, I see it as a role where I can grow. And I see it as something that's going to propel me to the next level. Check, 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 check. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> Equals, it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, and it doesn't. It's and right now the way the rest of the risk that I took it didn't delay me, and I feel like it's going to actually um help me finish up uh the level that I was aiming for quicker. Mm. So that's the benefit that I've found so far. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, for me, I think. um the most recent risk that I took was having a conversation. I think I spoke to you about it um, with my mom. And, you know, uh, for those listening, it was just a conversation I wanted to, I planned to have with my mother about just learning about her and her journey and who she was and, um, you know, how she became the person she, she is. And so, that was a huge risk for me because I wasn't sure what I was going to hear. Um, uh, 
and how we were going to walk away after that experience. And so I'm glad it paid, it paid off uh, more than I anticipated. And it was great. So again, my, my little thing for everybody listening is take that chance. Even if it's as simple as having a conversation with your parents, because I noticed a lot of us go through life and we think we know our parents, but we have no clue what they have endured, what they think about, what they had in, you know, in store, what they had imagined for us as their kids um, and what they saw for our futures and what life was like for them while they were, you know, sacrificing for us. And so I think we owe them that before they, they are no longer with us. Learn about your, you know, your, your family, your history and, and whoever's still around that you can talk to just to learn. It's not even about trying to correct anything or trying to, you know, find blame or, or anything like that. It's just to be genuine about it and say, listen, I want to know what you went through. And you'll be surprised, but you got to be vulnerable, right? And that's the part of taking that risk. You got to be uh, ready and prepared to be vulnerable with that individual and whatnot. So that was that was my risk that I took recently, and and I'm glad I did. And and it paid off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. completely. Um, so any last words that you want to share before we wrap this one up, Shelley? I just really want to break the ice with it because I want to make this a series where we're talking about risk and and taking action and moving forward and how to plan and you brought up some key points earlier in the conversation about even budgeting you know uh you mentioned emergency funds which i know a lot of people don't even know what that is right a lot of people don't know what that looks like or anything and so those are the types of conversations that i want to kind of build and put together some panels um where we can have these discussions get different people's experiences and perspectives I'm going to say two things to that. Surround yourself with people who are not afraid to take risks or who will encourage you to grow um, or throw you into things or yeah. say, hey, you know, I'm doing this. Um, let, let, you know, if you're interested, try it. Right. Like, don't be afraid to try things, especially when it comes to like us being able to build wealth together. What's the problem? Try it. <laughs> right. And, um, I'm going to read this, though. So it's just on my little journal. It says, every morning, we are born again. What we do today is what matters most. And it's by Buddha. Wow. Wow. Thank you for that. Thank you. Until next episode, folks, uh, continue to tune in. Continue to share the episodes. We hope you got something from this conversation. Uh, it was a nice little icebreaker to what's to come. And uh, until next episode, love, peace, and happiness.